So, we turned on the Anchor podcast. Get a few more puffs on the stove to get it going good. So, alright, I can only take up two minutes of computer glare on my glasses and I had to move them to my head. So, uh, tonight on the panic attack, or whatever time of day you're watching this, um, we're going to talk about some really, really interesting topicals. Um, I have a clip from the Joe Rogan podcast, um, and I really don't need Joe Rogan, but I mean, he, he's, I like Joe, so I'll promote his podcast like he needs my help. Um, but there was a hot mic moment, uh, prior to one of the White House press, uh, coronavirus task force press conferences the other day say that five times fast uh and we're gonna talk about that and that leads into uh, the santa clara and the usc coronavirus studies uh, that they conducted and then today's white house press briefing was rather odd Odd in the fact that Trump, and to my recollection, Mike Pence, did not take questions from the, the media. The, uh, one of the generals, in, or one of the people in charge at the FDA, talked about, uh, you know, the potential of tests that you can use at home under the direction of your doctor. And he took questions from the press. We'll get to that under press briefing. But then also, uh, Congressman Dan Crenshaw, he's the one with the eye patch, the former Navy SEAL. Um, He is introducing a bill which will not pass until after January when there's a new Congress. But uh, he introduced a bill that would allow states to sue the land of China over coronavirus-related uh, sicknesses, deaths, and expenses. Um, so that will be quite an interesting Thing to watch <coughs> as we go forward. I'm making myself a note here, so give me a moment. Hopefully, my computer gives me a moment. Um, FDA tests. We'll just call it that. Okay, so let's uh, bust out the Bible, see what I highlighted in the book of Psalms, right quick chair. Hmm, whoa. Well, uh, hmm. the highlighting's fading on these pages, so let's see what, let's flip back a page or two, looking through my Bible to find something good for you guys, here's a nice prayer, hmm. This is something I found interesting in 2004, and then again in 2014. It's Psalm 90, 
verse 14 through 17. But we'll go through this a couple of times. Satisfaction. Here, I can put my glasses back on for this. See if that helps. No, nope, that doesn't. Satisfy us in. Satisfy us in one. Er, oh, <laughs> that wasn't even close to right. Satisfy us in our earliest youth with your loving kindness, giving us constant joy to the end of our lives. Give us gladness in proportion to our in person in proportion to our I can't see what that word says our misery replace the evil years with good let us see your miracles again let our children See the glorious things, the kind you used to do, and let the Lord our God favor us and give us success. So let me try reading that again. Now my glasses have hair grease on them and I can't see through them. Well, I guess I'll just skip that word that I can't read because it's been highlighted and underlined too much. Let's read again. Psalm 90, verses 14 through 17. Satisfy us in our earliest youth with your loving kindness, giving constant joy to the end of our lives. Give us gladness in proportion to our misery replace the evil years with good let us see your miracles again let our children see glorious things the kind you used to do and let the lord our god favor us and give us success amen so, there's a little something for you. Alright, let's hop in here. And listen to... A Joe Rogan podcast. See if you can find this conversation that Jamie did. That it's so, and it, it says they're joking, but it also has a question that says that they're joking. No, but that's mediate. It says they're joking, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, every other website is not saying they're joking. It doesn't sound like they're joking. I think they're trying to come up with sort of a cover for it. Mm. But let's, let's play what, what he said. It's John Roberts, who is a correspondent for Fox. And then who is the other guy? The other guy who works for the New York Times? Doug Mills, he's a photographer. Okay, so now let's. This is apparently joking. I doesn't sound like a joke. Play, play what it says. Because John, let me explain again. John Roberts comes in, and uh, it's gonna play an ad before this. Jamie, so kill the bond. Uh, John Roberts comes in, and when he comes in, uh, he's not wearing a mask, and he tells the other gentleman, "You can take the mask off." And he tells them about this LA study. Go ahead, play it there. says well we've all been vaccinated here anyway now 
Maybe he was joking. Maybe he's got a weird sense of humor. Long joke. It's a weird joke. Yeah, weird, yeah. Now, they have done some trial vaccines. There are some vaccines that are in trial. There was a woman in Seattle. She was the first person to uh, get tested. And uh, I sent this uh, stuff to uh, Matt Staggs earlier today. He sent something to me. Um, there, there have been several different... There's 70 coronavirus vaccines right now that are under development with uh, three in human trials. Okay. So there, there have been some things going on right now. And the first person treated with the coronavirus is in Seattle. There's a, an article about that where she's talking about getting tested. But yeah. this, this guy's saying we've all been vaccinated. Like, I don't know what that means. It's hard to tell. People, people have weird sense of humor, right? Like, if you listen to comics... Right. And if you took some of the shit that we say, and put it down, <laughs> put it like, down. it's a terrible people. Yeah. yeah. They're eating babies. They're, they're, right, they're, they're right. raping old ladies. You know, like, we, we say ridiculous shit all the time, and we get used to it. Right. Um, maybe they say ridiculous shit, too. I, I don't, think so. Look where they are. Look what they're dealing with right now. Right, yeah. but the other guy coming in saying, you don't have to wear a mask. So Roberts comes in with no mask on. Yeah. It says you don't need a mask. So you can take the mask off. Yeah. Well, that study's weird, man. Because, okay, maybe, maybe, the, 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 I believe the mortality rate is correct. I believe that it's way less deadly than they thought it was, but they had to prepare for something that they right. thought was going to be real deadly, because it's real deadly in Italy. So, but the question is, like, there's so many questions. Why is it so deadly in Italy? Is it because they're older people? Is it because they smoke? Why is it so deadly in New York City? Like, is it because they're stacked on top of each other? Is it? Oh, no, definitely, definitely, definitely that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I can close that tab. Um, he focused a little too much on the vaccine part. That would, I think, the I got out of frame there. I think the vaccination portion of it was a joke by the reporters, but the study part of it, the survey part of it, was not. This is the USC study. If you're on YouTube, there's a link in the description. So USC, which is no bastion of conservatism, Uh, I'm sure the scientists there were not Trump-loving Republicans. This, all you gotta do is, uh, you know, Google USC coronavirus study and you'll get this. Um, But I'll link it in the description on YouTube. Based on testing results, this is from, I'm reading from the USC News This is news.usc.edu. Based on testing results from 863 adults, the research team estimates that approximately 4.1% of the county's adult population has an antibody to the virus. Adjusting the estimate for statistical margin of error implies... 2.8% to 5.6% of the county's adult population has an antibody to the virus, which translates approximately to 221,000 to 442,000 adults in the county. This is at Los Angeles County, California, they're talking about. When they refer to the county, it's Los Angeles County, California, which is, of course, centered by the city of Los Angeles. Um, So, from 221,000 to 442,000 in the county who have been affected, that estimate is 28 to 55 times higher than the 7,994 confirmed COVID-19 cases reported to to the county at the time of the study in early April. 
the number of COVID-related deaths in the county has now surpassed 600. So, if you add the bought the minimal number of that into, you know, the total number of coronavirus cases, another 221,000, that lowers the death rate to around 0.2%. Um, now, I've long been a fan of the stay-at-home orders and the sicknesses, okay? But let's put in perspective. In his podcast there, Rogan asked, why why was this so deadly in New York and in Italy? Well, it's been proven 98% of the cases in Italy where people died from uh, COVID-19 complications were, one, Italy was not prepared. They were making decisions on who would get ventilators, uh, pardon me, who wouldn't, okay, doctors had to decide, do you or do you not get a ventilator, or are all the ventilators used up? So, the lockdown things that we did here in the United States, which were pretty much done on their own, after, I think it was like a Thursday or something press conference, uh, I live in Ohio where we have a good governor, but, you know, the governor came out and did a press conference, the president did some things, And it was very scary at first. We thought that the death rate was going to be much higher than it was. The death, the killing ability of this virus was going to be worse than what it was. Because there was no, no, there are no treatments for it. There still are not. Um, it, It may be now noted that hydroxychloroquine when we were praying for a miracle, it may not be a miracle drug. One survey says, basically, if you, whether you got hydroxychloroquine or not, uh, the Veterans Administration hospitals, in a non-peer-reviewed test, non-scientific study, found out that whether you got hydroxychloroquine or not had no effect on whether you lived or died which also goes to show this virus is not as potent and killing as easily as what we thought it was going to be. I I pardon my laughter. This is no laughing matter. But you're looking at back when this started, doctors on television, whether it was Dr. Fauci or Dr. Burks or Dr. Acton, or whether it was Dr. Drew Lipinski, was it Lipinski? I just call him Dr. Drew from Loveline because I grew up watching a show on MTV called Loveline where him and Adam Carolla fielded questions from teenagers about sex and sexually transmitted diseases. And it was always, it was more entertaining. It was entertaining, but it was, Dr. Drew was factual. Adam Carolla was the entertainment. And uh, there was a really cute blonde chick named Chris Magaha. I wonder what, she's probably really old now. Probably fat, probably has kids. Whatever. I always had a crush on that Daisy Fuentes back in the day. And now when I look back, she wasn't all of that. Um, But anyhow, another, no. Yeah, Daisy Fuentes. Anyway. Sorry, drifted off there. Um, So, we find out that maybe this coronavirus isn't that bad. But I think we did need to take the social distancing steps. I frankly hate it when I'm at the store and there's some clown breathing down my neck. Alright. The reason, back to my point I was getting at. In Italy and... New York, 98% of the people who died in Italy were 
people over the age of 80 or already had compromised immune systems. Um, Italy has the oldest population in the world. Maybe not now, that 98% of, well, it, let's not get fact confused. 98% of the deaths in Italy, not 98% of the people, 98% of the deaths were people with compromised immune systems and people over the age of 80. In New York City, 95% of the deaths were of people over the age of 80 or people with compromised immune systems. So there are your factoids of why the virus was so deadly. Most of the people dying were elderly, obviously smokers, and then your other people with, you know, like heart conditions, respiratory conditions, etc., etc. Let's look at a different study. Uh, let's get the website on this one. Science Magazine. It's, it'll be linked in this description, but it's sciencemag.org and they take a little critical look at this at the serve at the uh, research studies because uh, scientists don't like to be wrong and so many scientists have said well you know if somebody wipes their snot on you with the coronavirus you're going to die in two seconds okay and scientists don't like to be wrong so that this study says that, you know, scientists question the validity of the, or excuse me, I should say this article questions the validity of the studies that have been done because they weren't written in a formal peer-reviewable white paper. Uh, they weren't, you know, put out to other members of the scientific community some of these studies the conductors yes is that what you call them the studiers people conducting the study went straight to the media well in this panic-stricken environment i think that is the appropriate step if you know you followed scientific method in collecting your data then you don't need to go to other scientists. Uh, you can do you can publish your research however you want to, and uh, you know scientists and peers can get on you know the internet and the newspapers and the TV networks and see your research and such right then and there. So. Uh, it can be peer-reviewed much easier than typing up a formal white paper and publishing it in sci a scientific uh, journals and such. So, anyways, let's skip over to the country of Germany. Because Germans are very particular, very good with research, and they've had some of the best results in containing the virus. So, a German antibody survey was the first out of the gate several weeks ago at a press conference on April 9th. Virologist, that means a, a doctor that specializes in viruses, Heinrich Streeck, S-T-R-E-E-C-K, Heinrich is H-E-N-D-R-I-K. Heinrich Street, Streak. <laughs> they call him the Streak. Boogity boogity. Fast thing on two feet. Sorry, that was a. Uh, who sang that song, The Streak? Oh, well, you can Google. Look, Google the song, The Streak. Uh, or YouTube it. Ray Stevens, that's who it was. Uh, anyways, from the University of. Bonn, Bonn is a city in Germany, announced preliminary results from a town of 12,500 in Heinsberg, a region in Germany, had been hit, that had been hit hard by COVID-19, 
He told reporters his team had found antibodies to the virus in 14% of the 500 tested. By comparing that number with the record with the recorded deaths in the town, the study suggested the virus kills only 0.37% of people infected. The rate of the seasonal flu influenza is about 0.1%. The team concluded in a two-page summary that 15% of the population can no longer be infected by SARS-CoV-2. The process of reaching herd immunity is already underway. They recommended politicians start lift start to lift some of the region's restrictions. So when you're dealing with fractionality numbers, so okay, 0.37 would be less than 0.1.01.1. Am I correct? Do I remember from high school math correctly? After a decimal point, the bigger the number, the actual smaller it is. So it's around the. These studies are showing that this is around the rate of death of the seasonal flu, give or take 0.2% or so. I mean. I mean, it's hope for, for good is what I'm trying to say here. And this is what, you know, Trump has been trying to tell people. Um, so, and, and this is what other people have been saying. You know, and, and you don't want to spread virus because, I mean, yeah, you you don't know what someone else's immune system is. Okay, you don't know that, but... We don't also don't need to be scared shitless. You know, we can isolate the senior citizens. They can practice these stay-at-home measures. And the rest of us can go out and work and get sick and then get better. It's just that simple. Um... Now, there's, you know, argument as to whether once you've had it, you're totally immune to it because your body's built up the immunity antibodies. Um, You know, there's questions there. There is no question ever in doubt that if you have a strong, healthy immune system, you can live through this. Um, You'll be uncomfortable for a period of time you may very well be hospitalized but you're not you're you're more than likely not going to die from it so um there is hope and there there is prayer and there there is good good out there so we'll end this segment here get ready for talk about something else um So today's press briefing was the briefest briefing the Trump team has had in its, uh, in its whole history. Wow. Yeah, I have this up on the, uh, White House YouTube channel. It was a total of 21 minutes. Uh, let's go... Uh, should I risk it? I'll, I'll I'll roll the dice. So, on average, not counting the amount of time, sometimes you sit there staring at an empty room waiting on the press conference to start. Uh, we've had one that was a couple of them that were a little bit over an hour. Generally, they're going an hour and a half. One there was one that was two and a half hours where he took tons and tons of questions. So t- 
today's briefing being 21 minutes, 38 seconds, was a short world's record for Trump. I was uh, driving at the time, so I was trying to listen to this as it was going on. Oh, yeah, light this back up. My cigar went out on me. Um, I was trying to listen to this as I was driving. And between the people that I had in my car yapping that the governor opened the state up too early. They thought it was Governor DeWine talking at first because uh, when they got in the car, Trump had already said his part and it was the FDA guy doing the talking. But um, one of them I know just wanted to sit at home and collect welfare checks. And the other one, you know, she was goofier and a pet coon. So anyhow... The today's press conference was 21 minutes. Trump took no questions. Pence did not take questions. The gentleman from the FDA did take questions. And, you know, he said that, you know, they're working on multiple types of testing, uh, including more of these antibody tests to see who has had the virus. Right now, all the medical testing is focused on people with symptoms, okay, and I don't like that, I want to find out if I had it, because, or if it's in my system, if it's in my body now, I want to know, I don't have symptoms, but two weeks from now, I could, and if it's in me, and it's incubating, uh, generally, it's like a week, or six, five, six to five, Five to six days, but as long as two weeks before the symptoms actually show up. I want to start taking medicine before this, before that. You know, I want my hydroxychloroquine, my Z-Pak, and my uh, doctor-grade zinc before I actually get sick. And then when I do get sick, maybe it won't be so long, you know? I mean, I take supplementation for my immune system and other things every day anyways. But, you know, and I've got, you know, my, my pre-diabetes under control. I've got my blood pressure under control. And I've got my anxiety under control through medication uh, and counseling. Well, counseling's for the anxiety. doesn't help. Well, and I did get some counseling when they announced me as a pre-diabetic. But uh, now I'm going in reverse on the diabetic front. Yay me. Um, so that, you know, yesterday Trump said some things in his press conference. Um, a re there was research done by one of the governmental organizations on how long the virus lasts on different surfaces. So right now with me, I carry in my car, you know, hand sanitizer. I carry a, uh, it's something stronger than Lysol. It's like an industrial version of Lysol. Um, but I disinfect and I encourage people that ride with me to use hand sanitizer and some of them have it with them. Some people have been wearing gloves and masks for about the last week. By the way, the mask doesn't help you if you're wearing it down here or up here. You gotta be in here. You gotta cover that, that face and snout. All right. Uh, but it, oh, for those of you listening on the podcast, it doesn't help if you have it around your neck like a necktie or a bow tie, I guess. And it doesn't help if you're wearing it as a hat. Okay? You got to have it on your nose and your mouth. 
Okay, but anyhow, uh, somewhere along the line, the media has picked up and run with this, and whoever does Joe Biden's tweeting for him did this too. They think that Trump was saying that, you know, you should, we should inject people with sanitizers like Lysol, and, which that's not even a recommended thing for this virus, by the way. The thing about people, you know, everyone knows that Lysol kills, you know, 99% of viruses because it says so on the can. Uh, and it might, I don't know. It might not. Uh, but also on the can of Lysol, if you look in, it names all, like the things that it will kill. And it said on there, coronaviruses. Well, Okay, maybe Lysol does kill this particular coronavirus also, but there are many kinds of coronavirus. The common cold, as it's known, is a coronavirus. Influenza, pneumonia are coronaviruses. Okay, so that's how the people start hoarding Lysol because it was posted and somebody circled the word coronavirus on the can of Lysol or in the early days of this pandemic uh, when people were getting scared. Um, but anyhow, Trump never said inject people with Lysol. He said, you know, maybe we can find a, a sanitizer people can take. Maybe we should study if people are out in sunlight, if it will help them. Well, it will. Because guess what is a natural antibody? What's a natural part of your immune system? Vitamin D. And where do vitamin D come from? The sun. Now that's not medical advice. Disclaimer. I am not a doctor. Scientific research needs to be done. But... The scientific research shows that the half-life of coronavirus is cut, COVID-19, is cut down by heat and sunlight, and heat from sunlight. It was in yesterday's press conference, and Trump said, you know, we have great sanitizers out there. Maybe we should look into a way to inject sanitizer into, you know, the lungs or something in People took that the wrong way, just like when he said we should look at sanitizing the face masks. You know, what Trump is saying is maybe if we directed or directly injected, let's just say hydroxychloroquine, into the lungs of someone with a bad case of coronavirus, maybe that would help. Maybe if we put zinc in straight into people uh you know bypassing the liver and all the the body's mechanisms of breaking down uh pills and sent straight to our source let me say that again without a cigar in my mouth maybe if we sent it you know like something straight to the source like as a that acted like a sanitizer for the body, that it would get, it would kill the virus quicker. Okay, he did not say drink bleach. He did not say inject people with Lysol, and he says, "Uh oh, I just infected everyone on YouTube. I just infected everyone on Anchor." No, it's because I have a fan running on me and I have sinus problems. Um, but, you know, that's what Trump was talking about sanitizing. He says today that he was sarcastically saying it to bait the media and he was directing his question at a, a smart aleck reporter. Whatever. Um, the big thing I took away from today's press conference is wipe some of the snot off my face. Um, 
the FDA guy was saying that they are working now on testing, which we, we need more testing. We need to see if our herd immunity is at is where it needs to be with this. We need to see who has antibodies uh, for many reasons. They're working on, you know, plasma transfusions where they can take antibodies from someone that's already built up an immunity by having and recuperating from the COVID-19 and putting them into people that are sick and helping boost their body's antibodies. And so in this testing, the FDA guy kept saying for the media, under the direction of your doctor, there are going to be at-home tests. And your doctor can give you one of these tests if he sees it fit. And you can take it if you feel you have symptoms or not. Most people are going to be in the or not. They want to know ahead of time like I do. But if you have symptoms, you can take this at the onset of your symptoms. Quest Diagnostics will come to your house, pick it up. And in a matter of time, he didn't say how much time. In a matter of time, they will get back to you with your results. And then you can find out if your symptoms are, you know, a cold, a flu, or COVID-19. So, that's what the FDA guy said. And then the media jumped on him and started questioning him. Well, the FDA is not verifying each one of these tests and is not testing the tests. Uh, How do you know that? These aren't just junk tests going out there. And he said, you know, the the companies are required to put on the test that is not FDA approved, but they must report their testing and their results and their method of testing, how they came to the conclusion that this test will work. They must report that to the FDA. So the companies, yeah, they can give, they can send a, a lie to the FDA, but if the FDA finds out they've lied, there's going to be serious repercussions for the makers of those tests. And these aren't fly-by-night companies making these tests. You know, they're good companies with a, a good background. Now, I'm sure there are going to be some jabroni companies out there that make up tests. That that always happens. But if you get your test from Johnson and Johnson or uh, someone like that, I've read the name of the big test company they, they named, but it's based out of California. If you get your test from them and it's, you know, the test is just a swab. It's not an instant diagnosis. The, the results of the test go to Quest Laboratories and Quest processes it and gives you a result. So the only thing the testing company could screw up that I can think of would be uh, make a bad swab. Uh, The uh, liquid that's in the vial that you put your swab in doesn't preserve the sample. So, I mean, that's just a layman sitting here thinking, but that's the new thing. The test, the media is now focused on the tests aren't good enough. The tests just aren't, these tests that do it yourself at home aren't going to be good enough. Um, But that was the big thing from today's press briefing. And Trump's role in these press briefings may be scaled back uh, to an introductory uh, speech and talk about what he's done. Uh, and then the doctors and Mike Pence will take the bulk of the questions because they're the ones doing the actual work and they're the actual scientists. And I think Trump's just fed up with the media. Yesterday, you could really see it through what he was saying. And, you know, like this jerk, Jim Acosta, that's 
posting that Trump wants people injected with Lysol and people to drink bleach and stuff like that. It's just ludicrous. And, you know, they're doing everything they can to keep Trump from getting reelected. That's the goal. That is the goal. Um, so, anyways, today's press conference was 21 minutes. And I think they're going to get shorter with time because Trump's not going to put up with the media. And frankly, I think he should, if he's going to do anything, come out and give his report. Leave and... You know, let the task force itself handle the media and answer their questions. Because um, the media is just putting on a dog and pony show and trying to trap him, you know, so they can get their sound bites and their clips to give to the Democrats to use against him in the election. They don't want America to succeed. They don't want to... I'm getting way off topic, but they don't want America to succeed in anything. Um, you know, they didn't like it when we had the strongest economy. Um, you know, I, I'm just like mind boggled. I don't care that Donald Trump's a, a jerk. I don't care that he's brash, that he's cocky. Uh, you know... Any of those things. Um, I just care that, you know, he didn't go to war with North Korea like Hillary Clinton wanted to. He did not crash the economy where it, it was headed before he came president. Um, and like it was predicted when he became president. Um... In fact, I think I may have lost some friends over there in my Facebook postings, which I guess they, maybe they weren't good friends to begin with. I'm a great friend to everybody, but anyhow, another story for another day. Um, so the press conference today was shorter because no questions were taken by Trump, and I don't think by Pence either. Um, I have to re-watch it, though. And... So the FDA guy was the only person that took questions. Um, and the questions were all about testing and validity of testing. And are these tests going to be valid? Who is the validator of the testerator? Those aren't even words. But uh, so anyways, test yourself and by gosh, be valid in your testing and diligent. Yeah, whatever. All right. Um, so, we already talked about the uh, state of Mizzou, Missouri, which is the home of Kansas City and the Kansas City Chiefs, who are the Super Bowl champions. Um, unlike Donald Trump congratulated the city of Kansas City, Kansas, on winning the Super Bowl. But we already know the state of can. Oh, <laughs> now I'm doing it. The state of Missouri, sometimes called Mizzou, sometimes called Missouri, uh, depending on where you are and what how, what your announciation is. Uh, we know they sued the country of China over uh, life losses and financial losses due to the Corona pandemic and the uh, lies of the Chinese government and the lack of information from the Chinese government in regard to said illness. So, now, Dan Crenshaw, not Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump, by the way, but the... Uh, former Navy SEAL turned congressman. The, the guy, most of you probably know him as the guy with the eye patch. Um, bastards. He's introducing a bill to Congress 
Representative Dan Crenshaw and Senator Tom Cotton introduced new legislation legislation this week that would allow American citizens oh citizens hey, to sue the Chinese government for death and damages related to the worldwide coronavirus outbreak. It is clear the Chinese Communist Party is to blame for the corona pandemic that's killing thousands of fellow citizens every day. Late last week, we introduced legislation that would hold the party accountable for physical and economic injury it has inflicted on millions of Americans, wrote the lawmakers. Americans are currently barred from filing such claims under foreign sovereignty under the Foreign Sovereign Immunities Act, which forbids lawsuits against foreign nations, save in rare instances. Our legislation would carve out a limited exception for physical and economic re- injuries resulting from COVID-19, they added. This is on Hannity.com. If you're watching me on YouTube, link in the description. So, should we be able to sue the Chi-Cons over this? Um, now let me be, let me be nice. I like Chinese people. I like Chinese food. Um, in fact, I'm very upset that the Chinese buffet near me is uh, closed. That's bologna stuffings. What am I supposed to live off of? Bologna? Um, but what I'm saying is, and I have a crush on a Chinese gal right now, too, by the way. And so... The moral to my tale is I'm not prejudiced against Chinese people, but I hate the Chinese government. The average Chinese person is probably a perfectly fine human being. I've I've met several, some of which barely spoke English uh, when I was in college. And I've met a lot of people from a lot of distant nations in my um, limited travels about. My first love was a Mexican girl from Texas, born and raised in Texas. But uh, my first love, if you know what I mean, was a was a Latina gal. Um, that has nothing to do with this story. Why am I talking about that? <laughs> so, Representative Crenshaw, Lieutenant Dan. Uh, with his eye patch, thinks that American citizens should be allowed to sue the Chinese communist government. And that's perfectly fine. Um, You know, in the United States, we have lawsuits for everything, from Tom, Dick, and Harry, and it's probably out of control, the lawsuit and the tort in the United States. But the fact of it is, China has to be held responsible. This, you know, came from inside their borders. And yeah, they locked their people up. They dragged mothers and fathers that were positive for the virus out of homes and into the streets and threw them in paddy wagons and drove them off to the hospital. But... (coughs) They also, (coughs) pardon me, locked up reporters and doctors. The first doctor that tried to warn the rest of the medical community was taken and put in jail. And because he was telling the world about this virus. He was noticing that doctors and nurses that came in contact with 
uh, COVID-19 patients were coming down with this illness very easily. And he was warning his peers about it in a, uh, a blog post. But it was a blog that was, you know, of course, you know, rather public. And it went to other doctors. And so he's taken into custody. Uh, they, at some point, some other doctor realized he had this coronavirus. And he was like 34 or 39 years old. And he died from it. That's where, you know, the idea that this is a, a super duper deadly lethal illness came from. And it, it's not anything to joke about or take lightly. But, you know, China covered it up as long as they could, like they're notorious for. They tried to push the narrative that... Uh, well, one thing they tried to say, it was started by American soldiers to kill Chinese people. They even put out a public service video of a Chinese person speaking. It's dubbed over in Arabic. And they're sending it out to the Arab world saying the United States started this virus. They, China, started this virus. It Now we're told that it escaped escaped or leaked from a laboratory that was 40 miles from this Wuhan uh, wet market and then we're told that this you know wolf, oh it's so confusing my mind's just like overrun with facts about this because I watch everything and obsess over it, this coronavirus. But, you know, we're told that someone ate the, the bat meat or the dog meat that had this or, you know, these, vir these wet markets are so dangerous anyways with multiple animals being slaughtered and, you know, uh, butchered in the same exact place and at the end of the day they just hose the blood away and that's it you know so unsanitary and so we're told that that's where this is coming from is you know we may never know the truth because the united nations won't go after china uh it's going to be hard for the rest of the world to get real legit news out of the Chinese government and talk to, you know, Chinese doctors and scientists and people from this laboratory where China has multiple viruses that they're experimenting with, uh, you know, either for medical research or military use. Uh, we, we don't even know. And so... They, the Chinese government, though, has to be punished for this. They, they owe it to the world to make up for their mistake. I mean, it leaked from their laboratory somehow. We don't know how it leaked, if it was in one of these animals, or if, you know, it just, you know, it's an airborne virus. Did it just become airborne and... You know, people started catching it and transmitting it to others. We don't know because we cannot get heads or tails or truth out of the Chinese government. So, this is the debacle the world is in right now with the Chai Cons. Plain and simple. Don't get any more forthright or straightforward than that right there. So, props to Senator Cotton and Dan Crenshaw, Representative Dan Crenshaw, for introducing this bill. It's not going to make it through the Democrats. So, pardon me, I haven't used my, my new term. The United Soviet Socialist House of Representatives under Nancy Pelosi. Now maybe after the November election, if we take the House back and it becomes the United States House of Representatives again, then maybe this bill will go somewhere. But I don't have a lot of faith in it as long as uh, 
the United Soviet Socialist House of Representatives uh, is under Na Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats. All right. So we're going to end the podcast and we're going to end the YouTube video now after one hour. I hope you learned something today. I hope I informed you. There are links in the description so you can see everything I've been talking about. The scientific research, search, the very brief press briefing, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast thing, um, and the bill that Crenshaw and Cotton are introducing. With that, good night. God bless you. Have a great day. Pray for one another. Until next time, how sweet it is. Oh, my cigar went out again. Come on.